Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Farrell Shepherd of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. And I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Tuesday, January 9th. And I hope you're having a good day in the Lord and experiencing the blessings of God. We're blessed here at the Island Ford Baptist Church and at WSOF Radio as well as Light and Truth Radio Ministries. We're blessed of the Lord and glad to be able to bring you these messages. Today, I've got two songs queued up before the message that we'll be continuing and actually completing the message that we began on yesterday's broadcast. So I hope you'll stay tuned and enjoy that. All right. As we look back in the scripture today, we're going again to Galatians chapter number one and verses one through five. I'm preaching on Christ's plan for salvation. He had a plan in saving sinners. We began this message on yesterday's broadcast. Today we will complete this as it is a two-part message. I'm dealing with three main points, and in today's broadcast, I'm going to give four points through that final one. He delivers us, number one, from the guilt of past sins. Thank God. Number two, he delivers us from the power of present sins. Number three, he delivers us from committing future sins. Amen. And then number four, one day he's coming back to deliver us from this present evil world. Hallelujah. So I hope you'll stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. Galatians chapter number one for our text. Amen. I've just got a thought, to be honest with you, a little bit of a thought and not sure that I got it like I want it, to be honest with you. And so I'll just give you a heads up. I may come back and revisit this again sometime when I've got it studied out a little bit more like I, I want to. But I've got the thought. I felt like I needed to go ahead and, and deliver that tonight. We're going to look at the first five verses of Galatians chapter number one. First five verses, we'll read it responsibly. The Bible says, Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia. Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father." To whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. We'll stop reading there at verse number 5. You probably notice, maybe you just look at it real quickly, you'll notice that that's one sentence except for the last word. (laughs) That's a sentence in its own. Amen is a sentence. But the rest of it is all one sentence. I want to really focus on verse 4. We read it together. Who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and the Father. That's the verse I really want to pay attention to. I want to preach on this thought here from, from this verse. I want to preach on Christ's plan for salvation. Not plan of salvation, but his plan for salvation. Christ's plan 
for salvation. He says that who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father. Sounds to me like he had a plan for saving us. Now, having said that, I'll give you these three points from verse number 4. My first point is right there in the first part of verse 4. Jesus gave Himself. The Jews killed Christ, but He gave Himself. The Romans crucified Jesus, but He gave Himself. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, but Jesus gave Himself. He gave Himself. For us. Matthew chapter 20 verse 28. Jesus said this in His own words. Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give His life a ransom for many. Amen. He gave His life. They didn't take it. Mark 10, 45. For even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give His life a ransom for many. Amen. Ephesians chapter number 5 and verse number 2 says, And walk in love as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Amen. He gave himself as a sacrifice to God, it says. Ephesians 5.25, we know this well. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself. For it. First Thessalonians chapter number, I'm sorry, First Timothy chapter number two, verses five and six. For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the, the between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave Himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Amen. Some of those verses said He gave Himself to be a ransom for many. And that one said He gave Himself to be a ransom for all. You say, which one is it? Well, they're both right. He gave Himself for all, but not all will be saved. But as many as will can be saved. Amen. Now, as I said, uh, I know that we know it. Christ didn't just go to Calvary because of us. He went to Calvary because it pleased the Father. It pleased the Father to bruise Him, the Bible says, and Isaiah chapter 59. But the point is, that this is my point, Jesus wasn't pressured into giving His life. Jesus wasn't forced into giving His life. He wasn't tricked into giving His life. He willingly laid down His life that we might be saved. Jesus gave Himself. Amen. Point number two. Jesus gave Himself because of our sins. We say this a lot and sometimes we get ridiculed for it. Sin is the issue between God and men. It's the issue. If, if there was no sin, we wouldn't need a Savior. Right? If there were no sin, we wouldn't need a Savior. If we, we lay the blame for a crucifixion of Christ, the blame on the Jews, the blame on the Romans... The blame on the world, the blame is on the sinner. The sinner is the blame for Christ's crucifixion. Amen. Now, look with me at verse number 4 
I want you to think with me a minute. I want to put your thinking cap on. Who gave himself for, that next word, our sins. Who is that pronoun that Paul's talking about? Who is he referencing? Is Paul talking about his sins? For my sins? Gave himself for my sins? He could have said it that way. For our sins. He could have said that just talking about himself. Or maybe he's talking about himself and his brethren that he mentioned there in, in verse number 2. Him and his brethren, his co-laborers. Surely Christ died for their sins. Is he talking about the saved? He died for our sins. Or is he talking about the sins of the whole world? Amen. Well, I think we'd all have to agree that the propitiation for sins is only found in Jesus. He is the source of forgiveness and peace. If we're going to have grace and peace from God the Father, it's got to come from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He is the source for salvation. He is the source for forgiveness. He is the source for peace with God. So anyone who finds grace, anyone who believes and finds grace and peace with God must have found it in Jesus. Amen. Whether it's Paul or his brethren or all those that believed, or whosoever will. Now listen to this, and you think about this with me. The world is full of whosoevers. But he didn't say he'd save the whosoever. He said he'd save the whosoever will. There's a difference. There's whosoevers that'll go to hell. It's not that they would. It's not... (laughs) If they whosoever would, whosoever will. It's that they won't. Whosoever won't believe the gospel is not saved. It's just that simple. It's just, it's really that simple. So, I'll just say this. I, I don't believe there's anybody in here that would limit the power of the blood of Jesus to say he could only save this many. How, you pick a number. I don't care how big the number is. He could only save a certain number. Oh no, he could save it all. Who will come to Him. Amen. He has the means. And I've used the illustration before. Let's, let's say, I don't know how many people there are in here. Somewhere less than 500. However many people there are in here. I don't know that I've got enough money in my back pocket to say, alright, let's all go down here and get an ice cream cone. I might. I don't know. I'd take a little bit of figuring. But, but this is what I was going to say. You think Bill Gates would have enough money that he could buy his all ice cream cone? Of course he could. But he's not near as rich as our Lord Jesus. Jesus not only has the means to save some, he has the means to save all. But he only saves those who will come to him. Amen. So I'll say this, anybody that limits the power of the blood of Jesus is limiting God who is unlimited, and they're preaching a false gospel. By the way, let me, let me also say this. We, we also have to agree, uh, agree together that the, what needs to be dealt with in salvation is sin. Jesus gave himself for our sins. That's the point I want to make there. Amen. 
He gave Himself for our sins. He died to save sinners. Not just good people. Right? Not just special people. He died to save whosoever will. Amen. Sin must be dealt with. Jesus doesn't save people and leave them in their sin. Whoever teaches that is teaching a false gospel. Jesus, my third point, this is closely related, but looking back at verse number 4. Not only Jesus gave Himself, but He gave Himself for our sins. Also, He delivers us from this present evil world. That's His plan. Look at it, verse 4. Who gave Himself for our sins, that He might deliver us from this present evil world. A salvation that doesn't deliver is not a salvation at all. If a drunk is still a drunk when he gets saved, he's not saved. Simple. Simple. Does that mean that if he messes up and drinks one drink? No, that's not what that means. But that means that if there's been no change, there's no salvation. Jesus delivers believers from the guilt of their past. Is that not right? If you've been saved, you know He delivers you from the guilt of the past. That burden was rolled away the moment you trusted Him. What was that burden? The burden of sin. The guilt of the past was rolled away the moment of salvation. He not only delivers from the guilt of the past, but He delivers from the power of sin in the present. Sin shall not have dominion over us. In the present, we can be victorious. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. And He delivers us from the power of sin or the committing of sin in the future. Here's what I was thinking about. I wonder how many people there's been that they was planning on having some big sin dig, for example, in the weekend. And sometime in that week they got saved. And it changed their plans for the weekend. <laughs> you know what happened? Jesus delivered them from this present evil world. Right. Maybe they was planning on getting drunk. Maybe they was planning on getting some dope and getting high. Maybe they was planning on having a rendezvous with some illicit person or whatever the case was. And God changed their plans. That's Him delivering us from this present evil world. Amen. I say again, if He saves a drunkard, they're no longer a drunkard. They're a saint of God. Amen. But let me also say this. We can't take credit for... Our deliverance from sin. We can't say, I did this. Look at how much better I'm doing. No, it's look at what Jesus has done. Amen. He gets the credit. He did it all for us. Amen. He delivers us from this present evil world. Amen. Why, why did He save us? That He might deliver us. That He might bring us... Out a peculiar people unto himself. Isn't that what he said, Titus? Amen. And I'm glad that's what grace still does. It brings us out and makes us a different people from the world. Amen. And here's my last point on that. And it's on that same point. He delivers from this present world. One of these days he's coming back again. <laughs> and all those that are saved are going to be delivered from this present evil world. What a day it'll be when there's no more cussing going on. Amen. No more blasphemous talk. No more drag queen story hours. Amen. 
No more of this sinful world that we're living in when He delivers us from this present evil world. Amen. He's going to come back one day and take His bride to glory. And when He takes us back to glory, we'll be delivered from this present evil world. Amen. I'm going to get my wife to come up. We're going to sing you a little song. And I'm closing with this old song. Amen. Heard this some years ago. And it blessed my heart. And I just thought of it when I was studying today. And looked up and got the words to it. So hopefully, hang on, I'll make it a little bit bigger. When this world begins to rock, infidels and skeptics mock. There's an awful time of anguish coming on. Oh, what groans and bitter pain when the Antichrist shall reign. When the tribulation enters, I'll be gone. I'll be gone. Yes, I'll be gone. When the tribulation enters, I'll be gone. Soon the trumpet loud will sound. With a shout, we'll leave the ground. When the tribulation enters, I'll be gone. I'm getting messed up. When the earthquakes everywhere and the world is in despair, there are pestilences and famines all around. Christ is coming soon to claim all who suffer for His name. When the tribulation enters, I'll be gone. I'll be gone. Yes, I'll be gone. When the tribulation enters, I'll be gone. Soon the trumpet loud will sound. With a shout, I'll leave the ground. When the tribulation enters, I'll be gone. Then the Antichrist shall reign. All must have his mark or name. For without it you can neither sell nor buy. Marvelous wonders he will do. Call down fire from heaven too. It is either worship him or you must die. But I'll be gone. I'll be gone. When the tribulation enters, I'll be gone. Soon the trumpet loud will sound. With a shout, I'll leave the ground. When the tribulation enters, I'll be gone. Foolish virgins then will find they have here been left behind. When their empty vessels and their lamps so dim, they awoke themselves to try for their lamps some oil to buy. But the bridegroom's come and we have gone with him. But we'll be back. Yes, we'll be back. When the tribulation's over, we'll be back. We must go just any day, but we're coming back to stay. When the tribulation's over, we'll be back. Amen. Amen. By the way, that's the blessed hope. I'm not going through the tribulation. He died to deliver me from this present evil world. When the Antichrist is on the throne, I'll be shouting around the throne in heaven. Because he saved me to deliver me from this present evil world. Amen. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.